kind of grumpy today, dude. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Just having those dreams again. Mm. You know how it's just me in a castle. I got to fight like a thousand wizards. The only way to beat them is to punch them as hard as I can in their faces. And then when I'm done, all their little wizard wives came out, wanted me just to have sex with them, which is kind of weird. Hey, look at this, huh? Hey, everybody. Got some awesome news. We have a new crew member today, Denise. Hi, everyone. So I thought it'd be fun if we all went around and said our name and a little something about ourselves. I'll start. My name is Rod, and I like to party. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave, and uh, I like to party. Uh, no, Dave, I just said that I party, so maybe do something different for me. My name is Dave, and I am the stuntman. You know what, let's move on. Rico, you're up. Uh, hello. I'm Rico, and I like to party. Yeah, uh, Rico, what did I just say to Dave? Who? Dave. I like to party, I'm Rod. No, you're Kevin. Right, Kevin, I party. No, no, you don't. Okay, nobody parties but me. Yes, and we party. No. Yeah, just Rod. Yes. And me. No, I'm the only one who parties. I'm pretty sure I've partied before. No, Kevin, I know for a fact you don't party, okay? You do not party. You're right. Dave's the party guy. <laughs> Sweet. Oh my God, shut up, okay? I'm just gonna do it for you. Denise, this is the crew. Dave's the mechanic, Rico makes the ramps, and Kevin is team manager slash videographer. None of them party, right? Got it? Okay. Let's party. The thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast are only those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. I'm Mike Gutenbeck. I'm Alex Worley. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And yes, you did just hear the voice of Alexander Gourlay. He is back on the podcast uh, this week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I missed the chaos that was the last episode. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, well, maybe you knocked up your wife or something while you're gone. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> so tonight, so tonight we're drinking uh Mad Tree. I know you've got the Mad Tree s'mores and I have the Mad Tree Holly Days. I actually went to three different places looking for the s'mores. The first place I went they said that they had literally just sold it right before, like right before I walked in there and I went mm. running out into the parking lot to try and find the guy, but apparently he was already gone. And oh, then, that sucks. And then the second, the second store I went to, uh, they didn't have it. I mean, anything, they didn't have anything mad tree at all, which I was shocked at. And then I went into, uh, I went to get some key lime pie for the wife. And I was like, oh, I'll walk Hi. over to their beer section and see if they have any. And, of course, they didn't have it either. But they had the Holly Days. So I went ahead and got that. I know it's not going to be the same, but it is It is. It is the season. Yeah, one, I probably should have gave you one of these because I literally had one with me over Thanksgiving. And I should have handed you one. I just slipped my mind um, because... I've been stocking up on beers. I'll just go in one big run because I've got rewards points at a liquor store. So, oh, nice. so I've been buying up random beers, but if we don't get to the beer within, you know, 
three weeks to a month, uh, it might not be on shelves anymore. And that's when I feel like we're having our issue here. Um, but so I'm drinking the mad tree. So both these are like Cincinnati based. Um, well, they're both mad tree. Mad tree is a Cincinnati based brewery. Um, represent Mike's home hometown. Yeah. 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 Uh, I got the s'mores gratitude, which is, uh, a stout s'mores gratitude stout with cocoa powder, cocoa nibs, vanilla beans, and lactose uh, milk. Essentially, it is chocolate vanilla rich seasonal. Uh, it is seven point five on the ABV scale. It is thirty two on the IBU scale. It is a rich yet balanced stout from a collaboration with local vegan dessert maker Grateful Grams. S'mores gratitude has vanilla beans, lactose, as well as cocoa powder and cocoa nibs inspired by the classic campfire treat. This beer brings all the goodness with all with a lot less mess. Go ahead and get s'more. Mm. Ah. Mm. And I basically bought it for my wife because she loves everything s'mores. Mm. Um, has she drank yeah, you got the? Yeah, it's actually, she's the reason I got one. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> it's good um and she's drank a couple of them but they are a little heavy um let's see you're drinking the holidays uh holidays uh india pale ale uh which will get pine citrus hoppiness it's also a seasonal it's 6.8 percent alcohol uh 25 on the ibu scale so that's not right is it mine's more bitter than yours so whatever uh, this IPA with spruce tips brightens up any festivity, bursting with citrus and pine flavors. Uh, enjoy sharing this beer with your friends and family. Happy holidays. Hmm. Interesting. Hops are Cascade, Eureka, Sultana, and Chinook. Chinook? Something like that. Mm. So, yeah. We're like opposite ends on the beer spectrum. So, yeah. You ready to give these things a try? Yeah. Let's drink it up. Cheers. Yeah! Everybody in the club right now! What's up? If you standing around, what? You need to get the fuck up out of here! Get out! Cause when we come in the club, what's up? We like to get fucking crazy! Crazy! You know what? Let's fucking lose it! Get out of your mind! Get out of your mind! Get out of your mind! Fuck that shit! Get out of your mind! Get out of your mind! What? Fuck 
that shit, get out of your mind! Hey, grab that bottle, what? twist that cap, what? hold it in the air, then tip it back. I'm drunk as hell, what? I'm off Patron, what? I really don't dance, but I'm in the zone. Boom, bitch, get out the way, I'm running over niggas like a runaway train. I grab my beer, you do the same, shake that shit and make it rain! Can definitely taste the Chinook. <laughs> Lightly woody. <laughs> yeah, I uh man. It's like it's sweet but very chocolatey, where it almost leaves a film on your teeth. Almost kind of like the Hershey uh chocolate beer we had the other day, the Yingling Hershey. Oh yeah. Dude, this kind of tastes like chocolatey. That. This kind of tastes like that Christmas ale that we had, but not as, but not as much like a uh, potpourri. <laughs> less, less potpourri, but almost to yeah. that point. I couldn't drink a lot of these. I would have to. I could only drink like maybe one or two of these. Uh, ditto. Uh, one is pretty much all I'm going with. And then I got to switch. Yeah, these are what these are what you call the the specialty beers, the f- flavors. I think that's what my oh, dad yeah, calls them, is... the flavors. He's got a he's got a refrigerator full of you know like bush light or something, and then he'll have like mm-hmm. two or three of the flavors. He calls them <laughs> to just change it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I get it. Like. I feel like when I hang out at like family events, I end up drinking the flavors because it keeps me from drinking them too damn fast. 
Oh yeah. If I'm drinking Bud Light or Nick Ultra or Coors Light or you know Yingling or even even like Fat Tire, like something, um, just amber beer, I'll crush them. But these or that will keep me from like cook, cook, cook. Throw me another one, Grandma. Okay. That's right. That's why I usually uh, get a glass of like whatever it is that everybody is drinking and then just pour something out of my flask into that. Normally, usually, That's the way to do it. usually it's the Jack Daniels is what I keep in the flask. Yeah. Because that goes with everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jack and Coke, Jack and apple cider, Jack and uh, what's that holiday? Like pink? What is it? No, but no. What? Oh my God! What is it? Uh, it's like my milkshake. Eggnog, dude. Thank you. Oh my God! Eggnog. Yeah. All right. So tonight we have a topic that I have uh, no idea about. This has been uh, an Alex Gorley surprise for me. And uh, what do you what do you got for us t- tonight, Mister Mister Gordon? Well, uh, so I I really struggled with the topic this week. I was having some writer's block, <clears throat> and mainly because I couldn't find my original podcast book where I keep all my great ideas. Uh, was secretly fearing another podcast had stolen the book from us to steal our treasures. Uh, Oh yeah. But I was, are they are they irregularly yeah. fucking angled motherfuckers? <laughs> mm, maybe. Mm. Mm, them triangles. Yeah. Uh, I got the, my eye uh, on you triangles. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, no, uh, but like, but I I was trying to think. Like, I wanted to bring to the table something that maybe we talked about a little bit and then I, I went down a bunch of rabbit holes. I mean, I got everything. And then you tell me if you think any of these are good that way, may, at listeners too, if you think they're good, let us know. But I was like ha- going down weird rabbit holes of like ways to become an immortal. <laughs> that was a uh, top 10 ways to do that. I'm like, okay, yeah. like where we're going here. Um, you know, there was also a, you know, we do drunkards in history, which we probably are due for another one. Um, but I was actually going to do at one point, uh, a drunkards in present, uh, <laughs> present day drunkards, uh, Pre- present day drunkards, like guys yeah, that we have a long podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like, or, uh, you know, present day fuck ups. Like, but I like the first person that came to my mind was, uh, Charlie Sheen. Oh yeah. And I was like, I should just do an expose on Charlie Sheen's life. Uh, even though it's not over, there's still more to come. And that's what makes it exciting. Um, I haven't but, heard from Charlie Sheen in a while. Uh, he's still getting it. I guarantee it. Uh, but <laughs> did you hear from him? He calls you like, yeah. what up, Mike? What are you doing? I haven't heard from him. <laughs> you just said that like he calls you all the time. <laughs> well, not lately. I haven't heard from him in a while. I know Charlie. You listening um, to this? Uh, get a hold of me. Let me let me know you're okay, buddy. I am on a drug. It's called Charlie Sheen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll get you on the podcast. Let's hear about it. Um, yeah. But uh, what I ended up going to 
is I had this thought, this, this ideology of like all the different religions of the world and all these things and booze has always been kind of the central aspect of it all. So I, I started to go down a rabbit hole of party gods. What? Party gods. What? Party gods. Okay. Okay. Now, like Van there's Wilder. way too many. <laughs> yes, let's go with that. <laughs> uh, like, so what brought me on it is I started working on, which I can't remember if we've done this or not, but I was starting to do a little bit of looking into on the history of beer. Um, and I was looking in the history of beer, the history of wine, that kind of stuff. And there was an ancient Sumerian god of brewery, of beer making, uh, which is like, and it had to do with like the first beer recipe ever. And that's what kind of got me down this rabbit hole. Well, then I started thinking like, well, we've already done Greek gods and we've done Norse gods. So I was like, <laughs> let me, let me go further into one of those. So I actually took the Greek gods because I kind of figured it'd be a good step into it. And we can get into the weird and unusual later because there is one god I want to talk about or an immortal that's like in Chinese lore. And he has to drink to stay, to live forever, essentially. Like that's his elixir of life. Oh, wow. And I've always wanted to do research on the guy, uh, but I just haven't. So anyway, what we are doing this evening... Without further ado, we are doing the party god of the Greek pantheon, Dionysus. What? Dionysus. Yeah. He is. Let me get the uh, official record here. He is the Greek god of writing too much crap. Uh, No, uh, the Greek god of wine, pleasure, vegetation, madness, frenzy, um, and also ecstasy. And there was something else. I think it's pleasure, but uh, euphoria. Boom. Euphoria. There you go. Yeah, man. How do you say his name again? Dionysus. Dionysus. Yep. D I O N Y S U S. It sounds Dionysus. like uh, the devil. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that. Um, um there is so i'm gonna take you down this rabbit hole here in a second but so there's actually like i I gotta tell you before we get into this it was interesting researching this because there was like this transition of who he was as the god um because there's like different lore now granted this is like ancient greece and not just ancient greece there's two levels of ancient greece which i'll get into here in a little bit but essentially there's like old old school Mm. like 1600 bc and there's like 900 bc there's like ancient greece is what we think of which is 900 bc there's one older than that which is the um Mycenae, Mycenae, Mycenae age. It's it's kind of interesting how this thing evolves. And you brought up him being the devil. In the old school one, he actually did have horns. Oh, yeah. And you kind of like, you know, that there was a little bit. I mean, this is not anything to do with what I'm talking about, but 
I think when the uh, Christianity came to Rome and uh, they vilified all the old pagans, which is like, you know, anything that's not Christian. So like all the old Greek gods, they took like the pitchfork from uh, Poseidon, you know, they threw horns on them and basically made that the devil. So anything that had a pitchfork or horns, which a lot of Greek mythology, you know, there was all these sayers and crap like that. They all were demonist or devilish. Yeah. Demonic. It was a way to basically, it was a way to go F that religion. Ours is the one. Yeah. Uh, Ours is better. Yeah. I mean, it was a good, it was a good smear campaign. I got to give them that. Yeah. We got to remember that when we do the church of Agmel. (laughs) To smear everyone else. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and to take their shit and villainify it. Yeah. It's work. It, it's effective. Yeah. All right. So Dionysus, the god of wine, partying, uh, love making, heartbreaking, soul shaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is. All right. Let's go and get cray cray. Uh, Zeus, king of the gods. We know about him. We learned about him on the past episode, episode with your yeah. yeah, with your son Jack. He went over a lot of these main Greek players. Um, so a lot of them going to be the same. I'm going to introduce you a couple new people. That's not really gods, but anyway. Uh, so Zeus, this man. Now we're we're going deeper into it than we did, but Zeus is like the he's the king of the gods, but he's also like king of the one night stands apparently. Uh, <laughs> Because this dude got around, man. He laid he laid some lead pipe. Get it? Because in ancient Rome, they all got lead poisoning because they yeah. had lead pipes. Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> there's a history joke for you. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a history nerd that's like pissing himself right now. Um, anyway, so Zeus, yeah. So he's laying it down. Uh, there is this woman. Uh, Samilia, and uh, she is basically a worshiper of Zeus. I think she was like the daughter of a king, and he, she's at a temple. Uh, as the story goes, she um, uh, like basically slaughtered a bull and tore it to pieces as sacrifice to Zeus, yeah, and that gets Zeus's attention, like, okay what you got next and then yeah. so he's, he's like, watching I see her you and, i see you <laughs> yeah i see what you're doing i like what you're doing mm-hmm. i appreciate it if you lucky you might get this d you might get this lightning bolt oh uh, yeah <laughs> i'm gonna hit you with the flash and then i'm gone um so he actually <laughs> watches he watches her like essentially wipe off the bull's blood and washes it off in like a river. And he's like, super like, Oh, I'm going to get that. Yeah. So yeah, he's going to give her the thunder. Mm. Yeah. So he basically kind of like has a little affair with her starts kind of, I don't know if you date her or he's just hitting it, but he like transformed himself into Eagle came down, uh, like said, I'm Zeus. We're going to do this. Turns into a man. They have a little love affair um, and they're hooking up, right? Well, 
in like all the movies, like in nowadays movies, like Hera, Zeus's wife, yeah, uh, uh, is not as nice as like I don't know what what was that Disney movie with Hercules? Uh, not as nice as that one was. Uh, it's more like Kevin Sorbo, where she like hates everybody. Like basically, she's pissed that he keeps slinging it around. Yeah, and uh, which what wife wouldn't be? So she is constantly attacking her, his lovers and the child, his offspring, and just trying to get rid of them all. Like, no, fuck that. I'm your wife. This isn't going to happen. Well, no bastards for you. Basically. So in normal hair fashion, she's like, I'm going to take care of all this, but I'm going to do it in a different way than just come down and smite them. So she comes down, she transforms herself into a little old woman, friends, uh, Samelia. Um, and basically convinces her the love affair that how do you basically like, she goes, Oh, um, I don't know. She basically becomes friends with her. And then Samelia kind of divulges that she's dating Zeus. And then the, she goes at Hera in disguise goes, well, how do you know it's Zeus? Has he ever proved himself? Has he ever like done this and this? And she goes, no. Well, how do you know it's Zeus? Every guy says it's Zeus. And then he's going to knock you up and then he's going to walk away. Was that a thing that they did back then? <laughs> I am. I am Zeus. No, no, no. I really? Mean, dude. No, no, really. I am. I am Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Do you think, do you think that, that the way guys think have changed. I've heard guys go into things like, yes, uh, I'm actually a hedge fund operator. No, 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 no. Actually, I, uh, girl, I'm actually a talent agent for a Hollywood movie, and I'd love for you to be in it. Won't you give me your number? Come back to my place, and we can see what we can work out. Uh, that hasn't changed. Yeah. Uh, so I guess back in the day, guys were like, yes, I'm <laughs> Zeus, king of the gods. Uh, the, the guy I told you that story about the guy who faked being a Reds player. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did I tell the story about the guy, my roommate that would tell people we were Irish brothers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So people have been yeah. doing this forever. Yeah. Which by the way, FYI for everyone out there, I was not comfortable with it, but I'm not above going along with a shitty plan either. Um, yeah. Yeah. With a terrible Irish accent. Um, anyway, but so same shtick. Uh, so this woman convinced this woman, the, or Hera disguise, convinced her that maybe this is what's happening. Maybe this guy is just saying he's Zeus. And she goes, You need him to prove it. Right. So, uh, Simula, Simile, that's her name. I'm saying it wrong, not Somalia. Simile. <laughs> Because they can't read Simile. Sorry, everybody. Uh, Simile is um, so she goes to Zeus and basically goes like, "Hey, I need to know for sure you're Zeus. If not, you're just some guy. But I am pregnant with your child, right?" Oh, um, so she was already pregnant. Yes, she just so, told him that. Uh, yes, so I also forgot to mention that she did confirm. Find the old woman, tell her she was pregnant. So Hera was like, "Oh shit, 
now there's an offspring. So she basically goes, yeah, tell Zeus to show his true power and his true form. Right. Well, Zeus agrees and keeps his word and shows his true form. And in doing so, vaporizes uh, Samelia. No. <laughs> what? Why do I keep calling her that? Somalia? No. Simile. Simile. Like the funny thing is, I'm looking at it and in the way it's written, I keep saying Somalia. And I'm like, no, that's not right. How did I hear it? I have to hear it in my head before I can say it. Simile. Simile. How did so simile basically tells a woman she's pregnant, tells Zeus, you guys show me you are Zeus. I don't believe you. You're just another one of the guys who just knocked me up. He's just going to leave me here by the bar, and then I got to raise this fucking kid. And he goes, okay, I'll show you. And he goes, boom. And in doing so, showing his true form, he vaporizes Simile. Did he know that it was going to happen, though? Like, like that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, this I, dude, this, this isn't the first time he's just like, you know, Shazam and right. fucking lightning and thunder and like, exactly. I guess because, but maybe, I mean, he's it's Zeus um, in the real stories. He's kind of a dick sometimes. So Was maybe he's like, drunk? Oh, you want, he's could have been I mean, drunk. Sure. <laughs> he's just like, I don't care. Oh, you want to see it? You want to see the thunder? All right. Uh, Jack said he, he had, does. And it, now here's the thing. When we did the, Greek mythology, Jack said he did have a bit of a drinking problem. <laughs> what? Yeah. He was a drinking womanizer. Uh, <laughs> so, so that was probably what so, happened. He was drunk. And he's like, all right, fuck it. I'll do it. Yeah. I ain't scared. I, I'm not scared of you. Uh, <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. Okay. Yeah. So he vaporizes her. Then the baby, who is part God, is left behind. And to save it, Zeus picks it up, cuts open his leg, sticks it in his leg, sews it back up. And then over the next couple months, the baby grows, and then he pulls it back out when it's fully developed. So and basically, is- the story, the, the, the basis of this story is that a man's thigh is just as good as a woman's uterus. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he does a lot of squats. Yeah, that's that's what we learned. That's what we've just learned from this story. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so he's born. Uh, so he's born. So this is Dionysus, um, and it's actually he is called twice born. This is one reason is right here because he was born like he fell out. He right. stuck him back in, came out again, right? <clears throat> um, as the story goes, and by the way, this is kind of like the more like the most recent version of Dionysus. We'll get another one here in a second. But so Dionysus was with Zeus. He's born. Hera is still an issue. If she gets a hold of him, it's going to be the end of Dionysus. So he basically sends uh, Dionysus away. Like, you got to go. So there's now this is where it gets muddy because it is. There's one thing that says it was changed hands through all these people. Others said each one raised them separately. There's even actually more people that said they raised them. But uh, all right. So foster parents. 
Could have been Hermes, who is the messenger of the god. Could be Rhea, who is a titan. Um, King Athamas and Queen Eno. They are mortal king and queen. Um, and Persephone, which we did talk about Persephone. She is queen of the underworld and wife of Hades. Mm. All of them could have been possible foster parents. And I've even heard that Her- like Hermes handed it to Rhea, who gave it to like the king, Athamos, and Eno. There was also I, another how one. How are they like, immortal, by the way? The king and queen. The immortal king and queen. No, no. I'm sorry. I, I might have misspoke uh no they are immortal they're just a regular king and queen oh okay um but it all depends on the backstory because here's the weird thing so some of the backstory says that he is the son of he's always the son of zeus but part of it in the new age ones it says his mother is uh simile and other ones say it's persephone that he had an affair with Zeus's wife, essentially. Or, I mean, Hades' wife. Hades' wife, yeah. Yeah. So it depends on uh, what story we're going with, but with the simile, uh, they all could have been foster parents. And there's also another one that says that there was a deity that was like an ancient deity who loved to make wine, and that's where he picked up his winemaking you know what I think happened? What? I think the story about Simile was yeah. the story that Zeus told Hades. <laughs> <laughs> and he just like, here's your baby, Persephone. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, can you can you uh watch this baby? Uh watch this baby for me. Can you babysit yeah. this baby for me? Uh can you protect it from Hera? Yeah. She's pissed. Yeah. Uh, don't look too far into it. You might get pissed too. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he does not look familiar. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, he doesn't have her eyes. Um, <laughs> um, now let's see. As he uh, as he grew up, uh, he did you know venture off into the world. Him being kind of the party guy, he did kind of travel the world and do all this and that he actually in one story he sat down and using some of his godly power figured out how to make wine and then he goes i'm gonna share it with the world oh yeah this this is gonna be the shit and then um hera runs into him as a young man slash teenager and actually temporarily drives him crazy. And he just wanders aimlessly throughout the world, not knowing can't really figure out anything until Rhea, who is a Titan, like Titan of the earth or something like that fixes him, fixes his brain. And then he actually teaches the world how to make wine. Mm. And that was his goal all along. He's like, I just wanted to be a bartender. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I don't know what this one has to do with anything, but there was a story of um, during the same time period where um, Alexander the Great went to a town that he had, that Dionysus had journeyed to and started. And I guess the way he got there, there was like a, I don't know if he was like attacked or kidnapped by a bunch of sailors. Mm. And the way this thing, portrayed it as they were going to do unsavory things to him 
because they've been at sea for a very long time. And yes. You're very soft-cheeked there, Dionysus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess before they could do whatever, uh, it didn't really say. It just kind of looted. I don't know if they were going to like fuck them up or... Dionysus or Alexander the Great? Dionysus. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the story. Like, a bunch of sailors basically took Dionysus, captured him, like... And basically, we're like gonna do unsavory things. That's all it said. But it was like our, like the, you got two levels here of unsavory. They're they're gonna like torture him, or they're gonna bang the shit out of him. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's gonna suck. Uh, it's yeah. gonna be a long day either way. You um, got party lips. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, he ran into. Uh, the backwoods rednecks on boats. <laughs> now, I will say there was a lot of stuff talking about him being kind of hydrogenous and very like, like the way this was actually read. It said because he was so attractive and cute mm, that yeah. the sailors were so maybe they. I mean, this was ancient Greece too. So yeah, I think you're right along on the right. Like, hey boy, how you doing? <laughs> could 
<laughs> ancient Greece. They just went whatever way the wind blew. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good sailor reference. Uh, <laughs> um, but before they could get to him or, you know, do whatever he turned uh, like the inside of the boat, all of a sudden came filled with vines, snakes, flutes, and turned himself into a lion, apparently, and Oof. drove all the sailors fearful with madness or just a scared. And they all abandoned ship. Yeah. So <laughs> the cabin boy turned into a lion. <laughs> Everybody around. Yeah, how freaked so out would pretty, you be? You thought you were going to go down there and break you off a piece of that Kit Kat bar? Come to find out, turn into a goddamn lion. Yeah, but it's kind of just desserts, you know. <laughs> yeah, just uh, just desserts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but <laughs> yeah. Um, Though that was some random story that I found that I was like, why, why did, why did I even, what, what purpose did that have with anything? It basically was just talking about how good he looked and how they're like, basically a bunch of dudes were like, your skin is soft. Yeah. What town was this? Sodom or Gomorrah? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, low column A, low column B. Um, <laughs> what did Alexander the Great have to do with that story? It was about he ran into a village that was like during his journeys were uh that Dionysus founded and I guess it was whenever like maybe the I'm guessing here I don't really know but cuz I don't have all the full details but I'm guessing like once all the sailors abandoned ship the ship ran ashore he kind of founded a little town and that's what it kind of became of. So it was like the time the sailors almost took advantage of me town. <laughs> the <laughs> dirty, shifty ad sailors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Let's let's get back to uh <laughs> the weirdness of that. So we talked a little bit about the old school and the new school. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna break you off a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, of the old school. So, just to kind of give you a backstory, Dionysus was part of like ancient Greeks, which is what we know of, like 700 BC. But there was another one called the Mycenaean, Mycenaean Greece, which is 1600 to 1100. There is a little time span between that and 900 to 700 BC. It's considered the dark ages. It's basically the collapse of one ancient Greece and then like nothing really was wrote down. And then the other ones started back up. Right. So the Dionysus we know is the God of wine, child of Zeus and simile is a party dude, little androgynous tag on it. Um, then there was the older one that is what they call the Orphic Dionysus, and he had to do with more about death and rebirth. He was the child of Zeus and Persephone, and he's more focused on madness and frenzy, whatever that is. And he has the ability to go to and from the underworld, which not every god had. Right. It's um, because of his mommy. Yeah. Well, so once again, 
so this one actually was uh, Hera again with this one, the old school one. Uh, Hera didn't like it. She got a bunch of Titans to take the child and rip it apart and eat it. Because mm, that's what they like to do. Basically. And uh, it was either Athena or a different god um, took the heart and kept it and essentially regrew a baby around it. And it was reborn. So that's why it's also called twice born on that side. Damn, dude. See, when you think about all this stuff, it's like, did they have advanced technology back then that where they could just take his DNA and clone him and make him and remaking? You know what? I didn't think of that. Like maybe this story isn't a story of fictional gods, but someone that was like they had incubation chamber where like a piece of them and they literally grew him back around it. Yeah. Or cloned his ass. Yeah. And they had, they had that technology back then. Yeah. And this is the only way they could wrap their brain around it. Yeah. Because yeah, exactly. What? Uh, so yeah, uh, now this is the old school. The one we're talking about is the old school one, the Orphic. Um, he was a little bit, I, he seemed to be a little bit older. He's the one with the horns. Um, he was actually destined to surpass the king to be like the next Zeus. That's another reason why Hera hated him. Uh, and that's also why she got rid of him for the most part. So that's kind of the old school and the new school. Now, here's the fun part, right? Okay. The cult of Dionysus. What? 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 There's a cult yeah. of Dionysus. Yeah. I know. I got in this. I got excited, yes. too. So, <laughs> do you, uh, so the cult of Dionysus arguably has been around longer than Dionysus. That's what's funny about it. Wow. Okay. Uh and it is a secret cult. It's very mysterious. Uh, honestly, they don't know a lot about the rituals or the practices because it was so kept internal. They didn't want any outsiders to know what the dealings were. Uh, but they did know some kind of like they don't know the rituals, but they know the basis. And the, the basics is they worshipped wine. Uh, and they they speculate that they've been worshiping this wine cult has been worshiping wine since its invention, 6,000 BC, way longer than the Greek gods of ancient Greece. Right. Wow. And so since it like is, the Sumerians, yes. Uh, Zargos, Zargos, uh, was the birthplace of wine, which is like a mountain range. Mm. And they speculate that that's where this started and that this cult basically followed the trade routes from Zargros mountains uh, to, let's see, where was it? Uh, Minoa and Crete, and then to uh, Mercian Greece. So ancient, ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main thing is ancient, ancient Greece is where this cult, I'm just going to call it that. It's a lot easier. Um, Dude, that's what we should have drank tonight with some ancient, ancient. <laughs> Ancient, ancient age. Mm. <laughs> Dang. I have some. That's what's funny. 
Um, <laughs> it's actually sitting on the table that I'm talking on right now. <laughs> oh, good call, man. I didn't think that one through. Um, but yeah, so the cult of Dionysus. Uh, so it loved wine. And a lot of people speculate that it was pretty much like wine came first, Dionysus came second. <laughs> um, now, the weird thing about this cult, um, it its main focus, like the rituals focus was getting crazy fucked up and crazy high. <laughs> yeah. Like that was the main focus. Um at the time, like being drunk, they believed that it was Dionysus possessing you with him, his spirit. And you could somehow in your shit face self could tap into the God power of Dionysus. So whenever you hear some drunk asshole at a bar goes, I'm fucking king of the world. I'll fucking kill everyone. Like if they just start screaming crazy yeah. shit, they are yeah. imbued with the power of a God champion. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm a champion. <laughs> or if you hear any girl go, you're like, yep, right there, right there. It is. What was that? That your buddy used to scream when he'd walk in the room. I'm the sheriff for I'm a champion. I'm a cha- I think it was I'm a champion. It's I'm a cha- and it wasn't just him, it was all of us. <laughs> there was a group of group of us that would just walk in and almost like we all had some kind of like mental disorder that we all just had to say <laughs> I'm a champion every 30 minutes on the dot. <laughs> yeah. It's it like was your pretty- your version of Tourette's. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what it was. It was we'd be at the bar, we'd be shit faced, and we'd realize no one had said it in a while, and we'd all be at different angles of the bar, and one of us would turn and yell over top of the music, "I'm a champion," and all of us would call back to that one dude and go, "I'm a champion." Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. So. <laughs> So we were all imbued with the power of Dionysus at the time. We're, we are all part of the cult of Dionysus. Yeah. No shit. Uh, fun part. Here's a little symbolism for you. We're going to get deep. No. Oh, yeah. So the live grapes get crushed and fermented and are reborn into wine. Mm. Much like the baby, not the baby, but this baby, yeah, is either viscerated out of his mother and then jammed into, uh, you know, Zeus's 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 muscular weightlifting thigh, or his heart is saved and reborn, and then he himself is reborn. Yeah, and that's like a little bit of a like why the wine comes into play because mm. like i said the old school one it's all about rebirth and visiting the underworld but until later that he becomes the fucking party guy right. um, now the uh the whole part of the cult was 
very much about wine, but it was a way for to be like, I don't know. It was, it was about liberation and catharsis and basically just to be connected to the divine and just to be drunk is shit. Essentially like yeah. they call it drunk insanity and crazy music. And there'd be dancing and like, there would actually be symbolic recreations of Dionysus's death during these things where they would take bulls because that was like the representation of Dionysus. They would just rip a bull apart or they do it to a uh, human people. What? Or there was a, there was a story about Orpheus. I don't really know the story, but I just, they said it. Um, and I guess he was, there is a story that has to do with that guy and these women being crazed, uh, ripped his ass apart because of Dionysus in one of his wild ass parties. Um, that doesn't but, sound like a party I want to be at. Well, I mean, as long as you're not the, the rippy. Yeah, uh, that's true. You're like, damn, this shit just got wild. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to stay five more minutes, but then I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I was just thinking uh, if this guy is the god of wine he's like literally my brother yeah because I am the god of beer <laughs> I mean that is yeah. literally what my last name means Odenbeck yeah 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 that's funny yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah I, I thought you meant physically your brother i'm like is your brother like a big wino or something or is he like oh no, man he's no. always like coming over to the crib and you're drinking beer and he's like i mean this pinot noir has good nuances but i like the sh- the uh chateau deja uh <laughs> no dude neither one of, actually like, my youngest brother i could see him doing some shit like that yeah <laughs> odin beck that's uh I am the yeah. god of beer. Um, yeah. So, you know, to Mr. Dialysis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's not his name. What's his name? <laughs> Dionysus. Dionysus. Yeah. Yeah. Dialysis. I thought you were making a joke because we drink so much and we're going to need fucking new kidneys and livers later. And then you, <laughs> I was like, all right. I mean, fuck it. We can go that route, I guess. Uh, uh, damn. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Alex, this um, is a comedy podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you took, well, it just took me off guard. I'm like, what the fuck? Where the fuck are you going with this? Yeah. Um, uh. um so what was it the cult uh the gist of it was they were marginalized people it wasn't mainstream this is actually kind of interesting but uh most people in it were uh, women slaves non-citizens uh some kind of lower end people uh, that would be citizens but it was just kind of like a marginalized cult that would just kind of go in the woods get shit face dance party probably bang each other uh and you know recreate dionysus's death uh because you know that's what happens when you go to a wait how did he die well i haven't heard that yet um well it's his death and rebirth of being ripped apart and put oh, back okay. together 
Gotcha. Uh, and it was honestly, it was just a way for them to give up, as this is put, give up the opportunity to reject the social constraints uh, and getting to just kind of let loose uh, of the mainstream. To rebel against the conformities of society. Uh, yeah. And essentially, all the local governments hated it. They didn't want it. They tried to get rid of it. But you can't stop the party, bro. That's you right. can't stop it. Can't the party. Stop the party. Uh, so there was something called the Baki. I think is what it's called. That was like something that was written about Dionysus that started showing him actually more as the party guy than the old school one. Yeah, I'm not going to really get into that very much. You can go read that if you want. Okay. Uh, but um, on Amazon.com, basically, uh, as this story goes, he traveled the world partying. Uh, he met a king that I think it was in Thebes that out like outlawed his worship. It was just he's essentially prohibition. This yeah. guy tried to be a dick and like no 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 one's going to drink. We're all going to just stay sober and play Scrabble and, you know, just try to keep it level-headed. And then uh, Dionysus. He's going to stay sober in Seattle. Yeah. Didn't like that shit. Was like, hey, man, these are my people, not yours. Kiss my ass. Um, And basically came in, drove him, the king, crazy, took over his people, drove them crazy, and turned them into Dionysus' followers and then they all went out in the woods, threw a party, and then they ripped the king apart. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. And it was like his family and loved ones and some other people. Yeah. And they didn't even realize what they did until they got back. Mm. Uh, all because the king wanted to like not have partying. Yeah. So the story... so basically the lesson for that story is don't be a party pooper. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. You will be drawn and quartered. Uh, <laughs> now at this point, Dionysus is still kind of being like a hidden agenda. Like we're all just going to party in the shadows and we're going to drink our wine and get crazy and have wild orgies out in the, fucking forest but alexander the great did something other than just be great he actually expanded this giant territory of greece and brought the as they say the health healthenized basically the nuanced greek gods yeah to a lot a lot of different power and a lot of these regions had very rich and powerful people that liked to party. And Dionysus had been on like the main pantheon, like the top 12, but always kind of been like a background character. And it was just kind of like, cause you had like God of wisdom, God of this fucking sun and the ocean. And then there's this asshole. It's like, I'm God of shit faced wine drinking and, like pleasure yeah <laughs> so they just kind of were like i feel like that's a big thing though the one i know the well, god of pleasure i mean yeah uh and he, they just kind of and he was also like vegetation and something else but like he just kind of yeah. got thrown off to the side and it wasn't until after alexander the great that the god all of these squirting 
Yeah! <laughs> He's very popular with the ladies. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Do not Google that on Pornhub. Uh, there will be something that pops up. I guarantee you if you type in Dionysus. <laughs> Dionysus. <laughs> Playing a little... What did that one dude say? Like... <laughs> Getting the quarters out of the machine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how do you spell Dionysus? By the way, <laughs> D I O N Y. But during this time, so this is 323 BC. Alexander Great expanded the rich and the powerful. Powerful. What? I've been a damn. I'm, dude, I've been Danville for too long. I got to get out. Um, the ruling class, which are very rich and uh, powerful, he became immensely popular. Like his population popularity blew up to another level where like everyone, it went from being like this secret cult to being mainstream where everybody all of a sudden had like temples and you know, like pottery and like statues made at this guy because they're like, this guy's the shit. He's everything that I'm about, which is being rich and powerful and getting shit faced at parties. Right. And yeah. they also even like adjusted it to where they even laid a, uh, a little bit of like a, God damn, I got the hiccups. <laughs> They laid a little bit of a like an extension to his story that he was a conqueror, mm, 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 mm. which is what everyone valued back then. Oh. Alex, I don't know if you knew this or not, but I found out while I was in the military that the hiccups is a 100% purely mental thing. And you can literally just focus on not having hiccups and mentally make them go away. And we practiced this for a long time and I actually mastered it. Like now if I'm drunk, I can't do it. I physically can't do it because I'm just mentally not capable. There's something that alcohol does that, that breaks that, that meditation that you have to do away. But yeah. if I, if I'm sober and I get the hiccups. I mean, almost instantaneously, I can mentally just make them go away. It's like a superpower. Yeah. My trick is, so I used to swim on the swim team. And uh, I will. All right. So hiccups is a spasm of your diaphragm, right? Where I used to swim, you use that a lot. And I basically, what I do is I hold my breath and I, not to toot my own horn, but I can hold my breath pretty long. Pretty much the whole time you were talking, I had my, I was holding my breath uh, before I spoke and I push out on my diaphragm and I'll pull it back in and try to like get it to like focus on its normal range of motion other than hiccuping. Mm. So I'll sit there and like push like I'm taking a shit and I'll kind of pull it back in, but I'm holding my breath the whole time. Uh, 
So it's like it has no reason to do anything. Right. Uh, but the, yeah, the hiccup thing I learned uh, is uh, something that they teach you in sniper school and it's something that, you know, to keep you from you make you hiccup and you're making noises and you got to be silent. That's a good call. Yeah. So if you get the hiccups, you have to be able to instantly get rid of that shit. So, mm-hmm. so that's where you, that's where you learn that. Anyways, dialysis. Yep. Uh, Dionysus. Dionysus. Uh, Dion Isis. Dion Isis. So, yeah. So basically, he had a cult. Like, this is the best way to end this thing, or almost, but he kind of had this great grandeur of everyone, like, because other than like it's this this is the weirdest thing. I kept looking up stories about this guy. This was at the time of Alexander the Great. Yes. Alexander the Great and after he wrote like Dionysus was the most popular, like one of the most popular. He's like definitely like found his way and stuck it in the pantheon. Everyone was like, I want to be that fucking guy because he's throwing mad parties. He's powerful. He's a conqueror. Like he's the shit. Like who doesn't want to be the party guy? And so the cult is like, you know, throwing mad parties and everybody's doing his name. There's all these temples that get erected. It's amazing. Um, there wasn't too many stories about him other than he just threw great parties and he got laid all the time. Um, uh, there was one that I thought was interesting. Uh, actually, there's a couple that I'm going to tell you real quick before we get out of here that I've kind of given you all, all the backstory to it all. So, um, he was a little bit of a, I guess, a playboy, uh, and would hook up with kind of anybody really. Uh, but he did actually get married. So I'll tell you that story real quick. Uh, so after Theosis killed the Minotaur, the guy that killed the Minotaur, he sailed from Crete with his, with the two daughters of King Minos, uh, Theosis decided he didn't want to marry one of them. Uh, Ari, Ari Don. What? Um, and he basically left her on an island of Nexios. Uh, Dionysus ran into her, fell in love with her, and married her. Mm. Uh, they had they had many children. She gave birth to her children, but afterwards was killed by either Artemis, which is the god of the hunt, I believe. Or the hero Perseus. Wow. Uh, they didn't know really say why or like you know after she gave birth did she turn into Medusa? Like they didn't say like some crazy shit happened. Yeah. They just for whatever reason they just she probably just went crazy. So I mean she was yeah. the daughter of King Minus. So <laughs> it's funny you bring that up. Or Minos, M I N O S. Yeah, not Midas, but Dionysus. Could go to the underworld, which is one of the few gods that could, and come back. And there he convinced Thanatos and Hades to bring back Aridane, Aridana, and his mother's. Some, no, wait. What? Uh, oh my God. I keep wanting to say in Somalia. What? Somalia? I don't know. Nope. His mother. It was like Simone. Simile, simile, simile. Damn, yeah, it was simile. Anyway, S I M A L A. No, but 
How do you spell it? Uh, this one is S I M M E L A. Simile. Okay. Simile. Yeah, I know. Um, but so he convinced Hades and Thanatos to bring back Andre, our Arianda, no, whatever, and Simile uh, back to uh, basically bring them out of the underworld. He brought them to Olympus and they granted them immortality. Oh, yes. What and it's actually part of, so not only is he the god of wine and pleasure and vegetation and madness, but he is one of the few gods that can bring mortals back to life. Oh. I know. This guy's got like, you ever remember playing like superheroes with your friends as a kid and like, you're like, my power's fire. And so the kid's like, my power's super strength. And there's that one fucking kid. It's like, my power's like, like lightning, but like super lightning and it can withstand your fire. And it, it makes me super strong, stronger than you, obviously. And then, <laughs> and then I'll, I can fly. And you're yeah. like, I hate your face. Right. This is not how this game is played. <laughs> you this can't have bullshit. all the powers. You can't have yeah. all the powers. Yeah. What are you trying to fucking pull around here, bro? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's Dionysus. He can do it all, man. Yep. Uh, so he can bring mortals back to life. Now, here's the funny thing. It's not really funny. It's just this is another weird. I don't know why he's got weird fucking stories. So here's one. Uh, when he was in the underworld searching for his uh, love and his mother, he met a shepherd who was helping him find his way through the underworld to find them. Right. Was his, his name Jesus? Name was, no, it was uh, Palamos. Oh, close. Yeah. Uh, and the, here's the weird thing. The shepherd goes, I'll help you. Only if you promise to be my lover. What? Oh, wow. Okay. You're like, so that, there's, there's an interesting question for you. If your mother and your wife is on the line, yeah. would, would you sleep with a man to make secure their safety? <laughs> Basically, would you blow a dude to save your family? Sound like it was more than blowing. Yeah, oh, I'm sure it was. Well, he is the god of wine, and uh, he could just black out and be like, "Do what you <laughs> let's, let's get it on." <laughs> yeah, get enough wine in there. Yeah, knock her out. I guess that's what happened. Yeah, black it out. <laughs> yeah, black it out. <laughs> I just wake up a little sore in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and just go. We'll just pretend like this didn't happen. Yeah. Daddy, tell us the story of how you saved us again. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but every time you bring it up, I get a pain. Uh, That's right. <laughs> kind of like my family. early 20s. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, here's the weird part of this story. So, yeah. So the shepherd goes, I'll help you if you promise to be my lover. And Dionysus agrees. They go through the underworld. And in doing so, the shepherd, Polymus, dies, right? But Dionysus is a guy, a man of his word. This isn't getting weird, by the way, but kind of. <laughs> sounds horrible. I realized as I was finishing that sentence how this sounds like I'm setting this up. Yeah. From, you're like, 
you know how fucked up the Greek gods are? It's about to get really weird. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not as bad as you think. Um, so basically, Dionysus took an olive branch, turned it into a phallic. He, t- he turned it into a dick is what he did. He turned it into a dick, <laughs> a phallic olive vine, yeah. and then laid it on the tomb of the shepherd. And that, and then he goes, I have fulfilled my promise. Ah, so he, so the shepherd didn't even get him a piece. And before he died, no. Oh. No, he did. He died before he could get him a piece of Dionysus. And, but Dionysus was like, well, I'll do one better as the guy was dead. He just took a olive branch, I guess, turned it into a life-size version of his penis <laughs> and he, then stuck he pulled it. out a fucking whittling knife and he <laughs> took the branch yeah, he, and he just whittled a little dildo out of it yeah and basically set it on the guy's tomb and goes that'll work right yeah exactly <laughs> i'm like yeah because i thought when i first was reading that i first was thinking exactly i'm like ah fuck yeah. i know exactly where this is gonna go and this is not yeah he's also the god of necromancy <laughs> yeah well, he can bring people back from the dead. Yeah. Well, there we go. Why didn't he bring the shepherd back? <laughs> I don't know. He wouldn't have really fulfilled that promise, did he? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good damn point. That is a good damn point. Holy shit. He goes, mm, I could whittle a dick out of an olive branch, yeah. or I could bring this guy back to life, but I'd have to blow and or fucking suck things. I'm going to go with the olive branch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Here you go, buddy. There you go. That's close enough, right? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Now, here's the last and final story that we'll do of Dionysus because it's you got to leave on a good note. All right. So Dionysus. I don't know the actual story. I just got the gist of it, and that's the ones I feel like are the best ones. So from what I remember seeing and reading, oh, he's partying out at this land. I don't remember where. Uh, and he's got a lady friend that gets lost. And there was a king that finds a woman and somehow gets him back to Dionysus or gets this woman back to Dionysus. And Dionysus goes, thank you for helping me find her. I was looking for her. Um I will grant you whatever you wish. And the king goes, I wish for anything I touched to turn to gold. And it was King fucking Midas. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. So the story of King Midas actually entails Dionysus. He's the God that gave him imbued the power to turn anything he wanted into gold until he turned I think his wife into gold on accident. And then it was Dionysus that actually had to come back and undo everything that he had touched in the gold. Jesus. Yeah. He's out there freaking raping people on their transmission prices. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Midas. (laughs) Oh, 
Dude, I totally did not get that at first, man. I was sitting there going like, is it because when he fixes the transmission, it turns the gold? <laughs> like, I'm sitting here picturing a king with a crown and an arm full of fucking oil just sitting there going, well, your problem right there in the transmission, buddy. I'll tell you what, them couplings aren't doing what they're supposed to do. And I damn it, things made out of fucking gold. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Like it wasn't made out of gold. Well, it is fucking now. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> We're gonna charge extra on the gold. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, he was. Uh, sounds like he was basically entangled in uh, all of this stuff, and I never even heard of him before, which is wild. And it sounds to me like we probably to this day are worshiping this guy and we don't even know it. Yeah, I know. It made me want to like get some Dionysus t-shirts going on or something. (laughs) (laughs) But like I said, this is definitely going to be the first installment of uh, the, the party gods because there are like I'd looked up all the different variations of, and we've got a lot, a long road to go. So uh, this might not be the only one. He might not be partying alone is what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, well, never, never. Yeah. Never, never go on Cerberus thoughts alone. It's a sad, (laughs) dreary place. Yeah. To be all by yourself. (laughs) All right, buddy. Well, uh, that was, Dionysus, the party god. Yep. I enjoyed it. I like it. I like learning yep. history. I like learning past stuff that I didn't know already, especially with Greek mythology, because I'm just, I just like that kind of stuff, anyways. Yeah. Uh, me too. It was fun to research it where I was like, ah, damn, that's, that's also why I was having so much trouble when I told you, uh, finding the topic. Cause I was like, man, I like doing stuff I'm interested in and, if it's something I'm kind of like half-ass interested in, I'm like, it's more like, you know, you got a something a teacher told you to do, and you're like, God damn it, I want to write about this. All right, well. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, if you want to find uh, anything else, or if you have suggestions for us uh, on several sides, something that you want us, you want to hear us talk about, you want to hear us dive deep into them suds of whatever the hell it is that you uh, want us to talk about, send us an email at serverlessthoughts at gmail.com and we'll probably do it. I mean, chances are about 99% chance every time somebody suggested something, we've done it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, or you can find us on social media at uh, Soberless Thoughts on Instagram and Facebook and Think Serverless on Twitter or uh, just Google search Serverless Thoughts. And you need to tell your friends and family and uh, your uncles and your uh, cousins and your, and your, your, uh, your side pieces about Serverless Thoughts. And, and that's how, that's how the, the podcast spreads is through word of mouth. And uh, and the various stickers that I place in porta potties, um, 
Alex, what do we say when we get out of here? We like to say when you're in the skillet, you need to stay cheesy, keep it greasy, and flip on out. The part is over. It's time to call it a day. They've burst your pretty balloon and taken the moon away. It's time to wind up the masquerade. Just make your mind up. The piper must be paid. The party is over. The candles flicker and dim. You danced and dreamed through the night. It seemed to be right just being with him. Now you must wake up All dreams must end Take off your makeup The party's over It's all over My friend Heart is over It's time to call it a day Now you must wake up All dreams must end Take off your makeup Party's over It's all over My friend It's all over